Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateways to Cinema. Our last Halloween episode. Our last Halloween episode, and it's uh, spooky season is uh, coming to an end uh, quite shortly. But uh, we're going out with a bang. Uh, we've gotten uh, four of these Halloween things. We've gone back on schedule. I say it's a fairly successful spooky that's, that's season. That's a bang. That's a successful bang right there. <laughs> Don't say it like that. That, that. sounded weird. <laughs> Anyway. The only context to ever use that phrase. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. It was pretty brave of him to make this movie in the 80s, then de-age himself to be a teenager, and then star as Spider-Man. Tom Holland, that is. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I, uh... I was pretty brave of him. That's, uh, that's really just a masterful <laughs> achievement, and... Uh, Quite, quite frankly, he's you know he's quite cool. I like him for that. Mm, yeah, just it's a real, uh, real good bit you got there. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be an episode. Uh, yeah, last week we talked about Army of Darkness, and that got all you know that was that was a great episode in my opinion. I don't know what this one is going to be. Yeah, me uh, <laughs> It's been I think a long day. <laughs> Uh, in some regards. Uh, but we're back. We're talking about another film from the list of 100 movies I made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting introductions to the larger world of cinema. Uh, and since spooky season is coming to a close, uh, we're closing it out. With the night. The fright night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we, we had a very 80s day today. We had a very, very 80s day we, today. We um, went to go see Nightmare on Elm Street on the big screen. The biggest screen. Yeah. Well, not the biggest, because it was an uh, IMAX. No, but. no. But still, we saw it on the big screen. That was very cool. We talked about that movie, actually, for Gateway to Cinema, like, two and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah. Two and a half. <laughs> We're in October. <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> so if you want to, you can find that and listen. It was probably a good one. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. Um, then we came home, and we watched Emo Genius. Which was very 80s. Do we really need to talk about Emo Genius? <laughs> Emo Genius is this show on the Game Show Network where they, um, it's basically emojis the game show and it's truly the worst thing I've ever it is, seen. Yeah, probably the worst piece of entertainment uh, ever made. But in that vein, it has, it's just, I can't stop watching it. I don't understand how you think a, a, a show about emojis fits the 80s mood. Though. It doesn't, know, that okay, was a joke. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Then we watched Fright Night, so. I mean, Fright Night and Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, both kind of fit that, uh, fit that same mood. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping you weren't, uh, burnt out on cheesy 80s, uh, <laughs> horror aesthetics. Nah, nah. Um... So yeah, Fright Night. Uh, Lacey. Is this how we do this? This is how we okay. do this. Um, um, as far as I remember, uh, what did you know going in? Okay, and yeah, what yeah. did you think, uh, what are your first impressions? I knew nothing about this going in outside of, I do remember, because there is a remake of this, right? Yeah, there's I a do remake. remember seeing trailers on YouTube before videos yeah. for this movie, or the remake back right, in the day. Right, right. So that's the extent of what I remember about this. Um... But even that, not, not much. So, um, but I liked it. Yeah, it's quite good. It's yeah. uh, it's got its moments, definitely, um, of of not so goodness. 
It's got weird pacing issues that I think we'll get into. Yeah. Where it's just like, is this movie about to end? (laughs) And then you're like, oh, nope, there's still another 40 minutes of this. (laughs) And then I think it definitely picks up a lot more in the back half. Yeah. Front half, not as good. Um, Fair, yeah. But, uh... That that's just part of the pacing issues where and they take like a weird detour in the middle of this movie that I'm just that's the most eighties thing about this movie. We'll get there. Um But uh no, yeah, I liked it. It was that that right amount of cheesy fun. I d I don't know how many like specifically horror comedies there were before this, but this has like a very you could tell like a lot of things from nowadays pull from this. So I think that's something that is to be admired about this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of goosebumpsy at times. Very goosebumpsy. It's a very yeah. goosebumpsy uh, presence <laughs> or premise presence. Um, that too. But I like that. I like that bit of it. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's kind of the appeal I saw when I first watched it. Um, I don't remember the first time I watched it, or really. Um, how I first uh, uncovered it beyond the fact that I, I also um, saw trailers for the remake. Yeah. Um, I saw that I saw the trailer in theaters. I think it was for like with Thor. Um, Weird. That, yeah, that was the same year, 2011. And I don't know why they attached it to Thor, but like it caught my eye because I was like, Thor was like one of the first films where I like just went to see it by myself. Like it was my own. Uh, like, my parents were like, I'm not interested in seeing Thor. So I'm like, I'm interested in seeing Thor. So I just, like, that was the first time I was like, no one wanted to go see this movie except for me. Yeah. And so I had to actually take the initiative to go to the movie. Um, my younger brother came along with me, uh, so I wasn't alone. But that was, like, that was pre-Avengers, so your dad wasn't into it. Yeah, yet. like, this was the period of the MCU where people could be like, yeah, I'll, I'll forget that one. I'll see yeah. that one on DVD. <laughs> that very brief window of time. <laughs> That was pretty much just Thor and Captain yeah. America one. <laughs> yeah, four like four years. Right. Wow. Yeah. The world will never be the same. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the, the point of that story was just that I saw the trailer for Fright Night, uh, the remake. But I have no idea how I uh, ever got around to the uh, '80s version of it. But as soon as I saw it for the first time, I it just like instantly became like one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I think this was one of, like, my earliest exposures to kind of, like, the 80s style of horror. Um, Mm -hmm. This was, like, an early watch for me and kind of that uh, adventure. And I think just because of, like, the the use of practical effects, the the score, um, like, everything about this is so 80s. Yes. And I think it was, like, one of those uh, key moments in which I'm like, this is is my aesthetic right here, you know? (laughs) Oh, like, gotcha. Just gotcha. so campy and so cheesy, but, like, you know, kind of playing it straight, too, and you're like, mm-hmm. I, I love that mixture. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, uh, yeah, I love this movie, and um, I guess that's pretty much why I put it on the list, is I was just like, this is, I had a blast watching this movie, this is very much like, uh, it's kind of like Halloween 3 in terms of, like, I think this is a, this is like a peak October movie. You know, yeah. like that that that's the kind of mood for it. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I, w- I would have been if I would watch this outside of October, and I'm like, but now that I'm in spook, no one can see that. <laughs> I was going, whoa, hey, hey, I don't really care. 
then now that it's October, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in the spooky mood. I've seen 26 spooky movies before this, and uh, I'm ready. Yeah, you are ready. So yeah, I am uh, glad you liked us. Um, so I guess uh, it's recommended. Yeah, no, it's it's a definite recommend. Um, especially because even if you're not a horror movie fan, this isn't scary at all. Like, no. it's mostly just like a fun vampire movie. Yeah. So if you're into that, like this is very much a movie you could like show to uh, like younger children. You yeah. Know? Like we went to see Nightmare on Elm Street today, and there was like a kid in the theater with us. Yeah. Um, and before we went in, I was like, Lacey, I, I yeah, I think I agree with you that kids could go see this movie and be fine. Yeah. And then rewatching the movie, I was like. Maybe not. Like, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, my favorite movie of all time. But I, like, completely forgot, like, how much blood and stuff. Oh, I was thinking more of the sex parts. (laughs) the sex parts, too. Yeah. The blood blood is, like, cheesy 80s blood, though. Yeah, but I was thinking more, like, the, the, like, school hallway scene. Oh, yeah, that's quite a bit. Yeah, the blood just, like, dragging on the hallway. And you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that was the moment where I was like, oh, maybe maybe don't take your kid. (laughs) But Fright Night. This is probably you could show your kids. Definitely this like a kids movie. Yeah. Um, like the step above Goosebumps. Again. Yeah. It's yeah. It's Fear Street. Yeah. It's it's the Fear Street. Of, the Fear Street uh, of movies. Yeah. Uh, but not the Fear Street movies uh, that they're making. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, dude. They're making actually. So, brief tangent on Fear Street. They're actually making three Fear Street movies. Theaters. It's, like, still being determined. Okay. It's, like, the idea is they're trying to do it in, like, a quote-unquote uh, binge model. So they're going to film, like, three movies, like, back-to-back-to-back, <laughs> and then release them, like, really shortly one after the other with, like, the same cast involved in, like, all three, even though they take place in, like, three different time periods and stuff. <laughs> the, this perplexes me. It, <laughs> That's why we had to go on this tangent. I, that stressed me out so much, <laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah, um, there hasn't been much news on it lately. There was a lot of casting news for a while, but I assume they're, uh, I assume they're filming them at this point. I think it's the same director for all three as well. I mean, yeah, like, it kind yeah, of has to be. Idea. So I don't know if the idea. Twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So like, they're trying to. Uh, That's soon. June fifth. Oh, do they have an official? Yes. June 2020. June 2020 for the first one, I assume. The, it was going to be released in June of that year, followed by the second and third films proceeding in the two preceding months. See? Yeah. like What in yeah. God's name? <laughs> exactly. What have they done? <laughs> this is going... I, I, won't, I won't say it's going to flop, but I'm not getting good vibes from this, guys. It's a Fox thing, too. It's a Fox thing. Yeah. So there will never be any more. No, 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 no. Of course not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Forget it. Jillian Jacobs uh, is in Jillian <laughs> yeah. Jacobs is in it. She's in it, yeah. So I will definitely watch it. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch all three. I just have no <laughs> what idea what to do this? with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah, we had to go down that. Uh, we had to go down that Fear Street. street. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> um, where were we? Oh, we I were transitioning no to spoilers. Okay, yeah, yeah, recommended by the both of us. Um, so if you have, if you have not seen it, um, yeah, it's recommended. Um, I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> spoilers. But spoilers. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, just don't care. 
Gonna talk about it now with spoilers. Uh, is there any way you wanna wanna be <laughs> the kid who plays the vampire kid? <laughs> is it Evil Ed? Evil yes. Ed. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he is something else, man. He is. Uh, he's great. He is. Um, he is like a kid straight from a Goosebumps episode. He very much is. He's kind of like unbelievably like just. I, I don't even know how to describe. <laughs> See, he's he's awful, but at the same time. It's so it's too realistic. Cause we all knew a kid like that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh guys, I don't know, boys, it a vampire. He's <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> I forget what he even says to him on the street. He says something to him, and he's like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> like, Calm down there, Ed. Oh my Ed god! Is, Ed is fantastic, though. I, he's I something, love man. That he's just—he's so much fun to have around. <laughs> he's just—it's like, where did he come from? <laughs> like, it'd be one thing if he was like, you know, his friend. Like even. that was his like, <laughs> like vampire style, you know? Oh like, yeah. He just like played it up when he became a vampire, but he's just like that the whole time. Well, I wonder if he didn't even know. He's <laughs> like, am I like secretly a vampire in these parts? And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't know. Ooh. I love the part where he just runs into his house. I'm like, no one let him in. <laughs> Charlie or whatever. Yeah, Charlie. Just runs into Ed's house. When he's like trying to figure out about vampires, he just runs up and slams to the door and runs into his room like he knew right where his room was. And he's like, Ed, do you know how to stop a vampire? And he's like, here's this cross. Thank you. And then he like runs back out. And you're like, whoa, what? This movie has funny moments, man. It has a lot of funny moments. This is a, it's a funny movie. It yeah. It's a nice little, uh, yeah, it's a nice little comedic premise, a nice little meta twist. Uh. Yeah. I like, I, I like the Peter Vincent character. Yeah. It's, yeah. He's so good. He has so many good lines. <laughs> <laughs> when they just come up to his, uh, up to the house and they're like, uh, yeah, well, what are we going to do about his friend? I don't know what the friend's name was. And then he's like, ah, well, I have this friend. <laughs> he just pulls a gun out and you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're killing vampires here, but he's like, I will fully murder a man right now. <laughs> so that was a scene. That was the scene. Yeah. We gotta talk about the pacing a little bit, though. If you want to talk this, about the pacing, this movie is so weird. <laughs> it's very weird. I don't understand. It's like ten minutes in, and they're like, "Oh, he already knows he's a vampire." Okay, already knows like he's a, a vampire, and is already like, "I'm gonna go kill him." I yeah. don't care what any of you say. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and they're like, "Whoa, let's just talk to Peter real quick," and they go to talk to him, and I'm like, "Is this the end of the movie?" <laughs> but no. Because we had to have the dance club scene. Right, the dance club which scene. Which goes on for way too long <laughs> and is so 80s. I don't... It's a very, even, very important scene. I don't even understand. I don't even understand why it's that long and what's, what the point of it is. That scene and then the scene, too, where you think vampire and girlfriend are about to... Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> No, I know. <laughs> but instead, he just bites her. But it just lingers for so long. I'm like, please don't do this. This is like the room levels of like too long. That's what it, it, that's what it is. Though. I mean, that's, it's the seduction. That's why it's. Uh... Yikes! <laughs> he needs to improve his game. I guess I don't know. I mean, he uh, he got it done pretty quickly. He has uh, to do. <laughs> okay. 
He, uh, it's, it's like one of those weird scenes. The first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, also like, what is happening in this scene? <laughs> I think the thing is they definitely don't explain the whole, like, hypnotism aspect of it, like, like at all. I think you kind of get that from the, the dance scene, at least. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like Amy uh, has, like, that, like, kind of, like, dead-eye expression <laughs> kind of thing, and you, there's, like, a little bit of, like, the mirroring and all that stuff, and yeah. it's, like, she tries to break away, and then, yeah, so, like, they kind of, it's, it's just weird because it's like much more subtle than all the other vampire things. Yeah. Like even um, when when they are trying to get Peter Vincent to like be like, oh, you gotta go to his house and just you know just pretend you know test he's a vampire, all that stuff. They even do that whole thing where I'm like, where it's like. Um, I love that scene in that movie where you hold up the mirror and then the reflection's not there. Like they do that setup, yeah. kind of thing. Um, so it's like, there, it's like the, the hypnotism is like the one aspect of the, of the vampire mythology that they're just like, people won't know what that is. Not only that, someone turns into a wolf, which I'm like, that's a different thing I thought, but maybe not. It it depends on the vampire interpretation. Like it's a, it's a thing. I think they just kind of. I assume the thing is that they were just like, when all these monsters were being made into movies, they're like, if we have the vampires turning into the wolves, no one's gonna go see our Wolfman franchise, so let's mm. just kinda, let's kinda separate those things. Okay. Um, and then since, you know, those, mo- the, like, 30s monsters movies, like, formed so much of the current, uh, conception of the mythologies that I assume that just stuck is kind of the yeah. idea. Okay. I'll accept it then. That's I, I guess that's just my theory <laughs> on, like, on, like, why that, the wolf aspect of vampires kind of, like, faded out of, uh, Faded out of uh, cultural consciousness, you know. It's spooky. It is spooky. (laughs) Great practical effects. Yeah, that's that's definitely one of the top reasons. uh, Love this movie. Um, I just love those like you know the evil smiles they give them. You know, yeah, where it goes further back than it should go. Yeah, it's just um, it's such a simplistic effect, but it's actually really uh, really effective in my opinion. (laughs) No, yeah, it's spooky. It's, uh, um, you know, the practical effects are really good in this. Um, you got that, you got the pencil through the hand where he just, like, pulls it through, and I'm like, that looks, like, real. That's cool. Good work. Um, also love that a pencil was a wooden stake. <laughs> I love that anything's a wooden stake. It's, like, as long as it has a point and it's wood, it's a wooden stake. <laughs> You're like, all right. But holy water has to be blessed. I love the little, like intricacies aren't the right word but like the way they just um everything has to be so specific like oh you have to believe in the cross for it to work it's like okay everything specific except for the wooden stick. yeah the wooden stick. yeah exactly it's like okay if, if that's the case dude maybe uh as soon as you moved into this house yeah, to do your vampire iron. things maybe uh get rid of all those wooden chairs in the basement you know yeah no like, silver, uh, though. That'd be step one. No silver. No silver, because apparently they're also werewolves. <laughs> silver is, like, also sometimes a vampire thing, and, like, it's... Yeah. I, I, that's it, another thing. It feels like they just had vampires, and they were like, well, yeah, let's just split it into two. Right. Make two things. Make yeah. a Twilight. Yeah. Twilight. The number one vampire. That's... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I mean, I that's I assume that's part of the reason why they remade Fright Night was because uh, Twilight was so big at that time period that they're like, oh, we're going to do the whole 
uh, throwback to uh, classic vampire stuff. Like like even in this film, they have this is this film is designed as like a throwback film where they have that thing where they're like, oh, the, the only movies kids care about nowadays is a guy in a ski mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so like they have that little uh, little wink and nod and stuff um, while making this, you know, a throwback to obviously like the 30s monster movies and the 50s stuff. Um, so it's it's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love how it just kind of, it takes that vampire mythology and it's just like, oh, that's true. Yeah, every single bit. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, this is going to work out exactly how you expect it to. <laughs> and I just love that. This guy. The the vampire guy. Oh, apparently he's also in the Fright Night remake. Have the, you seen the Fright Night remake? Yes. Okay, gotcha. It's fairly good. I, okay. it, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as this one, just because it doesn't have that 80s charm anymore kind of thing. Right. And there's also some things that aren't, like, it's cool. Like, um, so in the remake, um, the Peter Vincent character is played by David Tennant. But and he's like a stage magician instead of like a television host kind of thing, Weird. and it's like it just the the, the dynamic isn't quite the same. No. But it's a younger character and also a different kind of, you know, like profession. You know. Yeah. So there's elements of that that don't work. But on the other hand, in the remake, Colin Farrell is the vampire, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Instead of this Mark Ruffalo looking guy, like Colin Farrell doesn't need a doesn't need a five minute uh, dance no. sequence to seduce someone. You know, it's on as soon as he walks in the room. <laughs> he did look like Mark Ruffalo though a couple times, not here, but like in the movie, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I I do think this guy. What's his name? Uh. Chris Sarandon. Yeah, Chris Sarandon. I think I think he does a good job in the role too. No, I mean, yeah, I agree. He's having fun with it, and he has the kind of you know he has that same kind of charm too. It's not Colin Farrell levels of charm. No, but he has it. No. He has something. Billy was a person. What do you mean? He was in the movie. Billy. Billy. Yeah. Who's Billy? He's the he's the guy who's his friend or his oh, familiar yeah, yeah, or whatever gotcha. they call yeah. him. Um. He had, he had the really good line where he's like, did you see the body? And he's like, well, no. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> like the way he just goes into it is so good. No, I, I just really liked this movie. I, I don't think there's much beyond it just being fun. It, but It is fun. It yeah. Is fun. But still, that doesn't mean it's bad. No, it means it's uh, fun. It means it's great. It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's uh... <laughs> Um, sure. I love the poster too. Yeah, that, that is a that's really a good poster, poster I would hang up on my wall, kind of thing with the face in the clouds and everything. He gets a little dog face there. It's a uh, yeah, yeah. Or where? Oh, uh, uh, I did like that um, practical effect too, where he he sends Ed in wolf form like over the side and then hits the chandelier and then falls from the chandelier. I'm like, did you guys even plan that shot? It looks like you just threw it and you're like, let's see what happens. <laughs> and then the way it, like, like the animatronic, I don't even know how they did it. Puppetry, I suppose. It, it just like drags itself off frame. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do like that. Uh, puppetry. Puppets are cool. We found, a, we found a really cool puppet movie oh, yeah. on Amazon Prime know. last night. <laughs> puppet movies are a mistake. <laughs> I saw the Muppets. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about this one, man. You, oh, got, you got anything else I, to say? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. 
I, I just, uh, again, it's it's the comedy problem where it's just yeah. like, oh, we could just repeat the jokes. Yeah. Um, or it's just the problem where I'm just like, I like this element. But there's, it's like, it's one of those movies, there's not like a whole lot of, uh, depth we're going to be digging into. It's just, it's very right. much just kind of like, like said, that fun campfire fun. goosebumps, uh, story, you know, just playing the uh, vampire. I will say thing, the ending. Know. Um, like, when we open on the same shot that we opened on in, when the movie started, yeah, and I was like, they're going to do something else. Something else is going to be in the house. And then in my mind, I was like, aliens. And then he starts talking about aliens on the TV. I'm like, oh my god. And then he looks over and he sees the eyes or whatever. And I'm like, okay. That's like a very Goosebumps ending. That That's an extremely Goosebumps ending yeah. of aliens. <laughs> like we saw the uh, vampire problem in the alien. I would be down for that, honestly. If that was the ending. Just yeah. because that's so Goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> the end question mark yeah, is what yeah. would show up after that. <laughs> um, Should we talk about how cool it was that Tom Holland went <laughs> it de-aged himself? Yeah, and Mark Ruffalo, too. Sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything has to be about the Marvel movies. Oh, see, I didn't I didn't see he... Uh, is the Child's Play yeah, director? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So those are his two big uh, contributions. And thinner. And, uh, yeah. So he has, uh, he doesn't have a whole lot in his filmography, uh, but those two, two classics of the 80s genre, and, uh... I mean, it seems like he has a good, uh, relationship with, uh, Stephen King. Yeah, somewhat, somewhat. I mean, Thinner, from what I understand, and Langoliers are, uh, not one of, some of the, uh, great Stephen oh. King works. Um, but, like, even in book form. Oh, like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the Langoliers is the, uh, one that Stephen King says, like, yeah, that's my worst book. Like, I, I had no idea what was happening when I wrote that. That's just left behind. I don't remember if it's that one or it might be another one. I, I have to look this up again. But, uh, I think, I think it's that one. Interesting. Uh, the mom character just kind of disappears. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> they do that whole writing route where it's like, oh, she's working nights, and that's why she's not going to be there, um, yeah. to kind of save him, even though it's like, you know, what is she going to do anyway? Yeah. I thought um, he was going to go in the house and see that the mom was also a vampire now. Yeah. Like, <gasps> <laughs> Yeah, it's a little weird that she never shows up again at the end kind of thing. I also do love that there's a Raggedy Ann doll in her room, and I was even going to say, like, who, what grown woman keeps a Raggedy Ann doll in her room? And then they use the Raggedy Ann hair, uh, when, like, when they're pretending she's in the bed, I'm like, is that the only reason that was in the room? That was the only reason? <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Yeah, this is very much one of those movies where it just kind of like there it ends and it ends with closure, but it also kind of just ends with like you know they're like let's wrap this up and not have to answer any of the questions. You know, like like the evil Ed was like stabbed to death on his uh, on his uh, living room floor yeah. and bleeding out there, and they're just like yeah, and dead. he unturns into a vampire yeah, too. It's exactly. just like the mom just came home. And she's like, whoa, there's a dead kid that's naked like, on my floor again it feels like it's set up that like the mom's gonna come home see that on the floor and right. freak out think god uh, charlie went crazy whatever, and yeah. murdered someone and that's then... a funny joke <laughs> <laughs> teen murder jesus christ <laughs> um but uh yeah so it feels like that's kind of like a setup thing for that 
Again, it might be something with the pacing issues where it yeah. feels like they're like, oh, we spent too much time on this uh, dance sequence. Uh, yeah. that we, uh, <laughs> we have to throw it into We have uh, to cut that whole uh, yeah. mom subplot thing we were building up. I do love the moment, though, um, where uh, he goes to see Peter Br- or not Peter Prince, when he first sees, like, Evil Ed, and he's like, oh, the vampire can't get into your house unless he's invited in, right. so you have nothing to worry about. In the very and, like, next very, scene. Not to the very next scene. Like, look who I invited in. He's like, I'll be here a lot more often with your mom's permission. Like, he like, also Whoa. set up, like, that thing where you think yeah. he's, like, going to try to seduce the mom, yeah. too. But again, yeah, the mom character, like, the mom role is to invite him into the house. That's and like, to oh. be extremely horny through the entire movie. Everyone is though. That's that's, uh, that's, fair. that's, that's part fair. of what this movie is. But again, that's kind of like a throwback to the whole like vampire classic vampire kind of kind of tropiness. Uh, yeah, you know the the sexual repression of everyone involved and. <laughs> The vampire is, like, the, uh, release for all that. You know, like, they, they play into that element, too, which I think, um, I think is also great. Um, just kind of good ways to play with that. Yeah. Um, make it super campy and everything. <laughs> yeah. Gotta rank it. Are we to that point yet? I think we're to that point. No way. Alright. Let's a... see. Um, goodness gracious. I know I say this every time, but I, I do need to reorganize this list. I did a little bit of reorganizing, uh... On my list, I didn't move a whole lot around, um, but I yeah. Where where would you uh, um, would you rank this? <clears throat> this needs Mr. Nobody needs to drop. <laughs> I, I did the same thing. I have no clue what happened there. That's, I mean, it's again, it's not a bad movie. It's, it's just, just uh, too long. It is. Too um, long. I ranked thirty seventh out of sixty one now. Seven out of sixty-one. Yeah, so uh, behind Perks of Being a Wallflower, ahead of Stranger Than Fiction. Okay, okay. And let me pull up my Halloween list too. What, what, what about you, Aaron? Hey, no, no dead Aaron. <laughs> no dead Aaron. Bad. Don't die. <laughs> oh well, I yeah, I I'm glad I don't. Uh. I'm glad I don't. <laughs> Aaron's a vampire confirmed. I uh. Yeah, again, when I first watched this film, this was, this became, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I was quite as high on it the second time around. I think maybe because I've just, uh, again, like, the first time I watched it was, like, very much kind of like an introduction to, like, 80s horror for me. Um, right. When I was like, you know, these practical effects are incredible. This uh, score is uh, great. The cinematography. Like, I, I think it was also just, like, I was in the right mood. Right, um, like a like a better move for Friday night. I, again, it might be just because we had a very '80s day, and I just saw Nightmare on Elm Street in uh, theaters. And even though it was already like my favorite movie of all time, I was watching it again. I was like, "This is better than I remember it being." Um, yeah. I think because of that big screen experience, and so I think maybe that might have played into like maybe if I saw Fright Night on the big screen, I'd yeah. be like, "This is the greatest movie of all time." <laughs> <laughs> That's a possibility. Um, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna rank this. Um, 30 for now 38th okay um so this kind of has dropped quite a bit from where i would i had thought i was gonna rank it i thought i was gonna rank it not so much higher but maybe like seven or so places higher than that uh but i'm gonna put it uh after the big lebowski and ahead of a fistful of dollars okay is where i'm gonna put this that's respectable that's fair yeah i have uh i have it ranked 10th in my 31 days of halloween 
Not behind no. session nine, ahead of the blob. There's a lot of garbage in this list. Well, whose fault is that? You're the one that made this I'm list. I'm running out of good well, stuff. Well, Pulse is my fault. I will yeah. I will take the blame for Pulse. Yeah, you But you have to accept responsibility for Skinwalker Ranch. That's <laughs> fair. Which should not be that high on your ranking, but, you know. Really? Yeah, I'd put it below the curse of Buckout Road. I it's, See, Buckout Road's at least entertaining. Well, that's what I mean. Oh. That's why I put it Whoops. below. It's, yeah, no, yeah. you're yeah, fair. Yeah, see, you're, yeah see. fair. You're right. Yeah. Wow, I just talked myself into that. <laughs> there we go. Maybe I was the vampire the whole time, uh, hypnotizing you. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, well, what did did this have a movie tie-in? Why did we do this one? <laughs> we, no, I think it was just because we were running out horror movies and we we're, gotcha. like, oh, we're going to do that. And plus, like nothing came out this weekend. We had countdown. Yeah. No um, app. No app movies on your. Uh, I I don't list? think there are any app movies on my list. Um, mm. I don't it's know. A shame. I don't know what the top five app movies of all time would be. I mean, her if it counts would be number one. Jaxi would be number zero because it's above one. <laughs> And then you put Emoji Movie in there. Christian Mingle. Uh, that's not really an app. It's yeah, more a website. They have an app. Do they? I would assume so. We gotta look what this kind up. Of, what kind of website wouldn't have an app for that? Christian Mingle. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> if it was going to be one, it'd be Christian Mingle. <laughs> Christian Mingle app. I think I'm looking for the movie. <laughs> well, I don't... Why would uh, Why would you search for an app? Does it have an app? Apparently, it, it does. Okay. See? Well, yeah. there we go. I take it back. As you should. So, that, yeah, that would, that would be the top five. <laughs> that was only four. <laughs> Can we not think of one more app movie? Um, um, Angry Birds. Oh, Angry Birds. Angry Birds. Angry Birds movie two, and then Angry Birds movie, because two is better two than is one. Two is better than one. Yeah. yeah. But they're both garbage. <laughs> Anyway, those are, that's, that's uh, the ranking. That's uh, Gateways to Cinema's picks for the top five uh, app, app movies of all time. Uh, let us know in the comments uh, <laughs> whether you agree with that ranking or if uh, mm. we missed a very obvious one. Which, uh, I'm going to have to look into this now. I'm going to have to we're gonna figure out what it is. Again, it's probably her. It's 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 just going to be her if we count her. Um, you mean Jaxie? No. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this has been our uh, last spooky season episode. Um, till next year. Till next year, although we're running out horror films and we're also running low on the list. My list. Well, that's great ways to cinema. I was gonna, I was just gonna, oh, I was just sorry. gonna do the, sorry, uh, you know, right. but next week, um, we're taking a break from the spooky season. Um, I think we actually, we already mentioned this kind of on, uh, yes, uh, we're doing last week that we're doing, uh, Raising Arizona. There we go. Thank you. Uh, from Lazy's List. Uh, so we're getting back into the uh, Great Ways of Cinema uh, The rotation. Podcast, the rotation. Going to do every other week a film from his list for me and then my list for him. Uh, and next <clears> week <throat> is his turn. Uh, and in the spirit of playing with fire. Uh, oh, is that why we did it? That's why we did it. Do you not remember that? No, I couldn't remember. I was like, what? That's next week, huh? It was. Oof. Yeah. People in our theater thought it was pretty funny. It's, uh, yeah, they did. They they certainly did. <laughs> they certainly did. <laughs> um, yeah, weird, weird, uh, taste if you're like, I'm in this movie theater for Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. but I'm also really feeling the playing with fire. <laughs> the playing with fire looks pretty, dare I say, fire. 
Okay, we need to end there. We <laughs> shut it. We're shutting this podcast down. Shut it down. Mind. Shut it all down. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you want to find us around the web, you can find uh, Lacey at Jake Lace, Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, right? Yeah. Jake Lace on Tumblr. Uh, Jake Lace on Letterbox. Uh, he posts reviews on there. If you want to find David from the main podcast around the web, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. dbex with two S's. If you want to find me around the web, you can find me at honestopinion on Twitter, myhonestopinion.com, or on Letterboxd. I also post a lot of reviews on there. Um, if you want to find the podcast around the web, you can find us at uh, RebootRDN on Twitter. You can uh, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, give us a like on Facebook and leave us a good review if you like what we say. We gotta continue our '80s night. We gotta watch some emo, emo genius. <laughs> I, that's not '80s. Emo, emo, emo genius. They should say it that way. It sounds better because no one calls it emojis. It's emoji. Fair. Um, I don't think they're super concerned with uh, <laughs> that level of accuracy. <laughs> Can we get emo the genius. host of Emo Genius on this podcast? That would be the greatest podcast we ever did. <laughs> better, better than our shippy podcast that's yeah. uh, going to have to... Yeah, one, so of, one of these days. got to start sending these emails out. <laughs> <laughs> Pull out the Rolodex and uh, see what we can get on here. You, you joke, but we do have an actual Rolodex at where I work. <laughs> And we have to pull it out to call accounts. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I did think it was a joke. Um, Guys. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> Don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man.